episode 45 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hey, my name is Steven Skinner, author of The 100 Times Life. And what do you need for 100 Times Life? You need more energy. So you are in the right place by listening to the Energy Edge podcast. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge Podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to the Energy Edge Podcast, sponsored by 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, and I'm here with my co-host, Treva Yasino. How are you, Treva, today? Actually, I'm kind of cold. Getting used to this Midwest weather again, I'm a little cold. Makes me feel old. How about you? Ah, you're chilling. So talk about feeling <laughs> old. So I, am, I will be turning 48 here in just a few weeks. And I was at our local grocery store with my youngest boy and the young girl at the register asked how old was my grandson Treva and I kindly and very clearly let her know my youngest of five son uh, was 18 months old thank you for asking and uh, I'm going to blame my grayish uh, scruff um, well I could almost call it November beard November. but uh, nonetheless it was a not a very happy moment I went home and I worked out so that's how I <laughs> Well, we know it's not your energetic attitude and uplifting attitude. So we know that that doesn't make you old. So that's funny. Well, I appreciate it. And it reminded me of my dad. My dad always talked about age is a state of mind. He met a lot of uh, 40-year-old, 70-year-olds and a lot of 70-year-old, 40-year-olds mm -hmm. and uh, try to find solace in that. But you know what? It definitely was a trigger for me. And uh, I love this episode on the content because it has to do with behavioral psychology. And I know you're the science girl and I'm more <laughs> the psychology guy. Oh, that's true. So I'll science-fy you and you can psychologize me. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't know if I can repeat that, but that was that was pretty, pretty clever <laughs> on there. So, well, we all have behaviors or habits that we do all of the time. And there is something that alerts us to do that behavior or habit. And I, what I love about this episode is we're going to challenge us to leverage this alert, which is a trigger, to help us to increase our energy and have an energy edge. And when I first became aware of increasing my energy and creating was now known as an energy edge. I wasn't opposed to doing the energy activity. I had one specific problem and it was that I simply didn't remember to do the behavior. Well, that's minor yet uh, an important detail. Exactly. I needed uh, that alert to remind me to do what I was trying to implement to increase my energy in that moment. And what we're going to call it is an energy trigger. So Brian, what is a trigger? Well, a trigger is, it's a reminder or a cue to take action. So it's an actuator of a behavior and using psycho psychological terms. Hmm. And there are two different types of triggers. One is an external trigger that uh, communicates the next action you should take. So it's using your senses potentially as a stimulus. Uh, for example, it's hearing the text ding. It's the email notification pop-up. Um, it's the smell of food, which is very, very iconic for me. Hmm. Um, seeing the note that you left, anything that gives you kind of that external trigger of something you hear, see, smell. Oh my goodness. And I have those all day long, right? Don't we all? 
Absolutely. But that's what most people are familiar with. It's that in external trigger, but there's also internal triggers. So they kind of manifest automatically in your mind and they tell you what you should do next. So external trigger may not be necessary anymore once you get to that level of an internal trigger. So for example, you have a thought that pops into your mind and that you need to do something. And it could be a number of different things. And we'll kind of dive into what that looks like. Well, there's also feelings, right? So it could be boredom. So you check your Twitter or scroll through Instagram throughout the day, or it could even be loneliness. So you end up checking your Facebook, feeling like you need that connection. But there's lots of other feelings like frustration and confusion and indecisiveness or, or the desire to be entertained. We want that. So those would all be internal triggers. And those are great examples. And I think really the reality of an internal trigger is that it provides some type of relief of a tiny stress. So to your example, you know, the different feelings you're feeling, you're just bored, you pull out your phone. Um, all of a sudden you get to a stoplight. I mean, how many times we get to a stoplight and all of a sudden we pull out the phone. And what I love is, is I, the iPhone has got a new, on the new software update, the ability of a driver notification. So it pops up and notices the movement at a certain speed. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know what, just out of habit, that internal trigger is, ah, I'm feeling bored. I'm out at the stoplight here. I've got a minute or whatever. And I pull out that phone and realize, you know, what? oh, I'm driving. Uh, I'm not going to do that. But it is that type of thing. It's that internal trigger that allows us to know, hey, something's going on. And there's untapped power in these in external and these internal triggers. The problem is, though, we often don't associate with a behavior that is important for us and we miss opportunities. Yeah. So can you talk about like, what's an energy trigger then? It's a great question because we're talking about these triggers, but an energy trigger is obviously putting this word energy into this trigger and hopefully something is coming out of that that we want. So I'm going to define it as a cue that calls you to create an energy creating behavior. Yeah. So can you repeat that definition for us again? That's great. Sure. It's a cue that calls us to create an energy creating behavior. Mm-hmm. So let me unpack that just for a second. So mm-hmm. a cue is this, this, there's a reminder and it's calling us to do something. So to create something in our case, an energy creating behavior, not just a normal behavior. We're wanting something that's going to give us energy that allows us to do something we really want and need to do for our energy. That's great. So, so that's what an energy trigger is. So why do we need to have energy triggers? Well, we have triggers all around us and whether we're aware of them or not, they lead us to an action. And oftentimes though, then they result in something meaningless or a little kind of, I don't know, say true value. An energy trigger, however, is a specific type of trigger that creates energy habits, things that we want to do that are going to give us more energy throughout our day. And the ultimate goal is to have us act in an area that brings us more energy. I think many times we're just willing to do any activity, you know, maybe drink more water or stretch or go for a walk. If we simply had the reminder or a cue in our case, a trigger to do that behavior. Right. And you know, it's interesting too. I think, you know, we may have some energy triggers already, which most of us probably do, and we're not aware of them or what we're doing right before that behavior or that energy trigger, right? That's good. Exactly. And I think that's the key is recognizing the ones we have and, you know, that are already implementing that are good energy triggers for us and then hopefully creating some new ones. Mm. Well, what we'd like to talk about, there's really four simple and effective ways that we want to communicate to creating energy triggers. So Brian, why don't you tell us what the first one is. 
So the first one is decide what major category you want more energy in or simplified, decide on the category. So you need to start with the major category. What do you want to trigger for your energy? And you may have something in mind right now, or maybe you need some ideas. So uh, let me get you thinking along the lines of an energy edge. So if you think about an energy edge and the energy cycle specifically, there are six specific areas of the energy cycle and they are as follows. Sleep. We want to rest, which is stop for now. And part of sleep is going to be start with quality and with quality. So you may want an energy trigger that's wrapped around sleep, dealing with quality or quantity. And we'll give you some ideas here in just a few minutes. Breaks which is move the body and rest the mind. Oftentimes we need a reminder to take a break and that is an energy trigger. Downtime, which is time to be and not to be on. So we're thinking about smaller on weeknights, larger on the weekends, but oftentimes again, we need to really think about it and then a trigger to set us off for that. One area for you, obviously Treva is what? Nutrition, of course. <laughs> and our statement on there is to? Uh, make the healthiest choice. Exactly. And there's a ton of triggers that we can talk about with nutrition and we'll reference some of those. How about activity? You know, when we get into refuel, which is nutrition, refueling the body and activity, we talk about increased M4X, which is increasing movement in four ways, which is how do I stand more? How do I walk more? How do I run more? And how do I lift more? And triggers are big areas of this, especially with activity. And the last under refuel, which is refuel the mind, is development. And this is your plan to grow. And triggers with that, oftentimes we need to remember ways that we can develop on a personal level so that we can succeed more. Mm, yeah, I love all those. And so as you're listening to those right now that Brian just listed, you might have a category in mind that's a must for you after hearing this list. So maybe you're struggling with sleep or, or need to move more. So the first thing is decide on the category. And I think that's the first way to, to create your energy trigger. But Brian, tell us what the second one is. Yeah. So once you decide on what the category is, that's the bigger, bigger picture, sleep, nutrition, activity, mm -hmm. for example. Now you need to number two, drill down on what behavior you want to be triggered from that major category or to simplify that statement, drill down on the behavior. So once you know that major category, now we need to get to that next level of specificity and know what is that specific behavior. So if you just blasted, you know, had a blasted reminder, maybe you'll just simply do it. And for example, you know, under the category of sleep, maybe you want to get to bed at more of a consistent time or under nutrition, you want to drink more water. You know, those are examples that we need to get real specific so we can associate some type of trigger the energy giving behavior we want to implement. I really like that because you're talking about, like you said, the general category and drilling down. But one thing that um, we should all keep in mind is that we don't have to do all of them. Let's just start with one. So I like what you said about, you know, if under nutrition, you don't have to get it all together all at once, but one trigger could be a deeper one could be drinking, just drinking more water. So pick one, one drill down. It's a, it's a great example of that because I think sometimes we realize, oh, there's a thing for sleep and a thing for nutrition and activity. Absolutely. And, you know, there are biggies. Uh, and some of us, if we're just flat out exhausted all the time, all the time, we maybe just need to start with sleep. And so that is a category. And then maybe it's at that point that, okay, I got to get to bed at a certain time every night. Maybe we're really loosey goosey with that. So, you know, it's 931 night, we're doing great. And it's 1130 the next night, or in my case, when the World Series is on, it's yeah. than normal or, you know, whatever. But it's one of those things, what is really, really going to move the energy needle for you on your energy and start with that. We'll be right back with the remainder of the four simple and effective ways to creating energy triggers after this short break. 
Hi, this is Megan Blacksmith of Zesty Ginger, and here is your nutritional energy boost that you could try today. My clients that I introduced to dry skin brushing cannot thank me enough. It's just so invigorating, they say. What the heck is this? So dry skin brushing is super simple. You take a natural bristle brush. You're going to brush your skin, starting at your extremities, your hands and your feet, and working your way towards your heart. This is going to help move the lymphatic system. Unlike our blood, which gets pumped around the body by your heart, the lymphatic system relies on our movement. And guess what? Most of us don't move as much as we should or used to. So the lymphatic system, it's like the sewage system of the body. Keep this flowing, remove all this extra toxic burden from the body, and it's going to keep those toxins from weighing us down and lowering our energy. This is your podcast co-host, Trevi Yacino. I would love to have a personal conversation with each and every one of you. Why? Almost everyone I talk to is struggling with common yet incredibly frustrating issues such as losing weight, loss of energy, lots of digestive issues, and many, many more. I help business professionals like yourselves get to the core of why you're feeling so badly and get you back to feeling fantastic. If you head over to my website, livingtree.co, share your information under contact me, and we can set up a time to chat for free. I am passionate about giving you the tools you need to become independently healthy and regain the energetic you. Just ask Brian, my co-host. He was one of my biggest challenges. Now look at him, or should I say listen to him? I can't even keep up. So let's get your living on. Most of us are just plain tired. Our pace far outruns our energy, yet we just keep going. We quickly move from busy to beat down to burnout. And sometimes we pull this off by the end of the same day. And it's only Monday. What we need is a reminder there's another way. A kickstart to get us thinking and get us going in the right direction. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com offers three five-minute videos on the topics of sleep, nutrition, and fitness movement where a problem is discussed and two energy kickstart challenges are offered. Why? Because we all need a kickstart from time to time. The best part about it is the only thing it'll cost you is a few minutes of your time because the video series is absolutely free. So check out 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today. So we've just gone over uh, two simple and effective ways to creating energy triggers. Let me just remind you what those were. One is decide what major category you want more energy or in other words, decide on the category. The second one was drill down on what behavior you want to be triggered from that one major category or in other words, drill down on behavior. So Brian, let's move on to number three. What's the third simple and effective way? Well, I love this one because this is really the details. This is determine what would serve as the reminder or simplified determine the reminder. This is something associated with the, with the activity. So back to our examples, we were talking about sleep. So if you're wanting to, that's the major category of sleep. And then we're getting into you know, a little more specificity here on the second thing, which is drilling down on the behavior is the consistent bedtime. So the trigger may be you choose to set an alarm to let you know it's time to start getting ready for bed. Well, and why not? And many people use an alarm to get themselves up. Why not use a trigger to, on the front end to get you going? So for example, if you know that your bedtime routine is 30 minutes or 60 minutes or whatever, 
And oftentimes you're losing track of time because you're on the computer or you're watching, you know, binging on Netflix or whatever. And if you ha- hear that alarm, that trigger to go off, it's like, oh, here's a cue. Here's a trigger. So let me know. I need to start to do my bedtime routine. Or why don't you give the example, Treva, of, of nutrition? Yeah. So the same thing, uh, as far as eating goes, I love technology right now because there's, it's so easy. We can even like get on our phone and just say, Siri, remind me to eat lunch at 1130. So what happens a lot of times with nutrition is if we don't have a trigger to eat, um, us high performers can go until three o'clock in the afternoon. We're like, Oh my gosh, I forgot to eat. And so for me, especially for me, it's really good for me to set my alarm at 1130 and say, simply it's time to eat. So that's That's a start for nutrition. And then you end up making a better choice by doing that because you are prepared versus three o'clock you're starving and you eat whatever you're getting in the car to go through the drive-through with, you know, so. That's a good example. I mean, let me get one to that. Especially if you're working in your life as an entrepreneur and it's easy just to kind of drill through, especially if you get in the zone or the flow and you do forget to eat and then you're all out of wax. That's a really, really good example. Um, I think one for me is drink more water. I mean, I drink a ton of water through the day, but I end up kind of going in feast or famine, or in this case, you know, um, water logging or, or dehydration. And so for me, you know, I got a specific water bottle. So I've got this, this aluminum, or as the Aussies or Brits say, aluminum. Mm-hmm. Huge. It's like a 30... 30 ounce, 32 ounce water bottle. So I'll fill that water bottle up and I've got a new app that's called my water that actually alerts me on my, on my Apple watch. And every hour it reminds me to go, okay, how much water did you add? Or you can put in whatever beverage. So it could be tea or something else, coffee or whatever, but I can put into there and it could be five ounces, eight ounces, 16 ounces, 24, 32 or customized. And it's awesome because it reminds me at that point, I'm able to track to see where I am through the day. And it almost shows like a little, little picture on my watch of a glass. It's kind of third full or half full or three quarters full. And so every hour, it's a great reminder because all of a sudden, boom, it dings. And if I've not had water or it's my, my water bottle needs to be filled up, it's just one of those triggers under the major category of, of nutrition and then more of the specific of the behavior of water and then the trigger, in this case, of the app. I really like that. And I just want to put in a little... Um, caveat here too with that. So people, like you said, it's either kind of feast or famine with water too. So they think they need to get it all in. So you end up drinking a ton of it, like maybe towards the end of the day or the beginning of the day and none the rest of the day. So, you know, we're talking about sleep too. One of the things that happens with sleep is we get up and go to the bathroom in the the middle of the night. So I try and train my clients to drink. It's better to drink smaller amounts all the way through the day and then stop. So when you do that, when you're getting your, like your trigger in order, you're actually setting your body into its right time clock so that you're not all of a sudden your body in the middle of the night's like, Oh, okay. I finally absorbed it all. And then I have to get up and go to the bathroom. So it helps with sleep as well. So that's one little added there. Um, so Brian, tell us what the fourth and final way to create an energy trigger is. So the fourth way is do the behavior once you get the energy trigger or simplified, do the trigger immediately. And it sounds easy enough and almost like we shouldn't even say it, but how often have we dismissed an alert or a cue and just kept doing what we're doing? I mean, you think about it all of a sudden, boom, you see the ding on the, on the, um, you know, the notes that you set or reminder and boom, you just flash it up or all of a sudden the alarm goes off and boom, you just hit the snooze or whatever it is. We just do a try by it. This is not the reaction we want when we created an energy trigger. This is the time of, of action and go time so we can get the energy needed from that behavior. 
Mm, I love that. And, and, and I am so guilty of ignoring that and going on and saying, I'll get to it in just a second, but really we're, we're already so multitasking. If we just take a second to take that drink of water or we go, you know what? I really need to eat. Keep in mind your, your major category that you picked at the very beginning. So I love that responding right away, I think is really important. And I know you have some personal examples. You're great about this. So can you tell us some of them? Yeah, let's dive into that. And I think even before that, you know, I think going back to your number four is we've got to set a trigger that we know, okay, here's going to be the result. So if I set this trigger and I do it immediately, then this is going to happen and it's going to give me energy. You're seeing a direct benefit or direct correlation from that. And to your point, certain habits and behaviors that we do, we need to do throughout the day. Water is a great example of that. And so we can do that consistently. We're not waterlogged at the end of the day. And then all of a sudden wake in the middle of the night with a full bladder, messing up our sleep. And then we're going into this kind of crazy cycle. So, I mean, I love examples, especially when I'm listening to other authors or podcasters or whomever give examples of what they do with their life. So mine aren't anything special. These are just ways that uh, I kind of have implemented these four and simple uh, ways of creating energy triggers. So oftentimes, I mean, I use that if then statement. So if I have this out, it reminds me to do that. If I hear this alarm, it will remind me to do that. And so it kind of helps me define exactly what that number three was if, of what's going to be my trigger. So let's kind of walk through at least my morning routine. It's kind of, it's really packed full of energy triggers is if I can set my day off with energy, the rest of my day seems to just kind of go in line. So the moment I wake up, I mean, the first thing I do is I, my morning drink glass is, is set out and it's already filled for me to chug and go. So in my case, when I get up, all of a sudden I see it sitting there and it's, it already has my morning elixir. And Treva, remind us what's in the morning elixir. <laughs> There's, you can do lots of different things with the morning elixir, but what I would start with is hot water, put lemon in it, um, a little bit of apple cider vinegar, some cinnamon, um, and possibly a little bit of honey. But I always add a little bit of turmeric and some ginger in there too. I get as I pack as much nutrients in there at the beginning of the morning because your system is clear. It's like a clean slate. So there's so many benefits to all of those things starting out first thing in the morning. Love it. That's my, that's one of my triggers. I get up immediately, do that in the morning. And it, depending on if you're a person who doesn't mind some assembly required for me, I just, I just want to take it and go. So mine's already pre-made. I just need to heat it up. So in a matter of a few seconds, once it's heated up, um, I have my Bible out. Um, That's something I do. I go through the one-year Bible every year. And so I have that out. So by seeing it, remember, we're going back to different triggers by your senses. In this case, it's seeing it. And right there, um, it's already out put the light on and I go ahead and read my Bible sitting right next to there is a journal. And I journal every morning. Usually it's the high of, of the, of the past day, the low of the past day. And what did I learn from the past day? We're talking five, 10 minutes, nothing major, but the journal out seeing it is a cue. I don't have to go looking for it. It's already out there. Um, another one for me is that my workout clothes are out and my workout plan is determined. So I see my workout clothes and already know ahead of time because the DVD is set or whatever I'm doing, the weights are out or whatever is already out out so that I'm ready to go to be able to work out. Sometimes it's a matter of having, I take the baby out for the run is having the, uh, the stroller that's out the jogger and having his clothes out and having that out again, seeing it, and it's just left at less effort. I had a couple things and they're so funny for me sometimes now that it's getting colder out, (laughs) people will laugh that I do this, but sometimes I sleep in my workout clothes because I'm, it's hard for me to get up in the morning. If I have them already on, I'm not changing into my clothes already. So I'll have my workout clothes already on. I sleep in them. (laughs) 
No, that's actually a really good tip. And you know, if that's what you're ready to do and it can help you out, then, then perfect. That's a great example. Yeah. Um, I think my last one is for my morning is I, I use the full focus planner by Michael Hyatt and I have that out and I have it open. So it's just having right there again, it's sitting on my desk and it gives me that ability right there to, to notice it and it's already open and I can just dive right into it. And it just keeps me going into my routine, but I'm seeing those different items and they're allowing me to have that as a trigger. And each one of those give me energy. So by the time I go through that in my morning drink with reading, journaling, working out, planning my day, those five simple things right there. And whether I've got a short version of that, whether I'm home or short for time with a long version of that, or whether I'm traveling for business, uh, you know, making sure I have those and those energy triggers allow me to really, really kick off the rest of my day. Uh, any other ones for you, Trila, within your morning that you can think of you want to add? Yeah, I have a couple of them, actually. Um, One of the things I do, um, I know that everybody's on their phone and computer, and I am as well, but I have have a weekly um, write-out on my refrigerator, too. All my supplements are written out, even though I have them in my little container to take. I have all my supplements, my workout routine for the week, kind of my goals and all that. I do that. The other thing I do is I have my... um, notepad by the side of my bed. And so at night before I go to bed, I write everything out. And then first thing in the morning, I, my morning routine looks a lot like yours too, but I will add some things in the morning just to kind of start organizing my day a little bit. So that's the one thing. The other thing that is really important for me, um, that is an energy trigger, and it can also be an energy drainer is that, um, if my refrigerator you know, if I'm not kind of ready for what I'm going to eat, it's bugs me and sits in the back of my mind. So, um, I, a couple times throughout the week, I make sure that my food is ready the night before, uh, first thing in the morning so that I'm not having to think about all of that all day long. I know that bothers people, really bogs people down. People say all the time, I'm not prepared. I don't eat really well because I'm not prepared. Well, for me, if I kind of have those things organized, um, have my budget all set, then get my refrigerator stocked. Like you said, fruit on the counter, things like that. That really, really is an energy trigger for me. True. That's a really good example. Cause I think if, you know, when we're creating energy triggers of what's going to make an excuse for us to not do it. Yep. And if we can set a reminder or a cue or have something done ahead of time, so that makes it, makes it easier for us. We're more likely to do that. That's a great example. Um, I'll just kind of talk through our day. So for me, this sounds really, really odd. We've talked about this. I, I work from a stand-up desk. And if my daughter comes into the, to the office and she's learning Spanish on Rosetta Stone right now, and <laughs> she, she has my chair in my spot for my desk, you know how easy it is for me, Treva, that I, I see that chair and I just plot my, my dump there. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, I'm sitting for a good chunk of time. Mm-hmm. And for me, having that empty space where there's no chair is a trigger for me <laughs> to remind me to stand. I sound so silly, but mm-hmm. when, I, when I work from home and my family's there and I'm not traveling and that chair is there, I find that it becomes an inhibitor to me. And moving the chair over, I've got a drawing board and I'm not really necessarily an artist as far as like drawing, but I use that for creative space. So I have think space. And for me, having that space that's outright there that chair is over there. It's just kind of out of the way. And if I have that open space for me, all of a sudden, boom, I go in and it's a trigger for me to stand. If I start standing at the beginning of my day, my energy goes up and I'm far more likely to stand the rest of the day. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, another example is the Pomodoro timer. And we've, we've talked about that as far as it's a trigger. And I use this app called team viz and, um, it is, I use it on, on a, on a MacBook Air and an iMac, but when this, this a little alarmer and what it does is it comes up and it goes 25, five. So 25 minutes, I'm focused on whatever that activity is. And then the, the large alarm goes off and it gives me five minutes to take a break. But I love it because it gives me that five minutes, go use the restroom, go fill up some water. For me, sometimes it's taking a stretch and uh, just getting my mind free just for those few moments to kind of move the body, rest the mind. And the alarm goes off again, another trigger, and allows for me to go in and have another focus session for another 25 minutes. So I do 25-5, 25-5, and then I take a break for 15 minutes, 25-5, 25-5. And it's amazing just how much work gets done by doing that. Any other examples for you, Trina? Yeah. And, and I want to say something along those lines too. I was listening to John Tesh. I, he gives some really good um, like studies throughout his, on his, on the radio. And he has, he was saying that when we get interrupted at work, it's hard for us. And it takes, I don't know how many seconds he said, but it was a long time to get refocused. But I tell you when you are, um, doing it proactively instead of reactively, your focus is way sharper and you can sit down a lot quicker. So I do the same thing you do, except I don't, and I probably should get better at setting an alarm doing that, but I, I almost have this internal alarm that goes, mm, it's been too long. Get up. I just even walk when I'm working from home, I walk down my stairs, walk outside, just walk in a circle and then come back in. So that, that really helps me. Another thing too, that, um, I learned in school, which is kind of a, um, I guess a, like a neurotransmitter, kind of a nervous, um, some of your nervous tissue is when you sit down and you're to, to help focus as you rub your hands really fast back and forth for a few seconds, try it. It's easy, but it helps me to, it's, it's a, it's a definite energy booster and it helps me to focus again. Those are good. And, and actually you give a good example, Treva, of where you almost don't need the alert anymore because now it's an internal alert. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, internal alerts are very, very important, you know, and sometimes it is a feeling like, I feel like I've been sitting too long, but usually that's because we've had external triggers that have got us into the habit of doing that said behavior. So uh, here's just a couple more that we as a family have done differently, especially since we've gone a lot more on the paleo side of things is trying to trigger food energies that are going to allow us by, by sight. So visually seeing things. So just two simple tweets we did. We, we moved the fruit bowl to the front of the counter. So when we come around the corner into the kitchen, it's the first thing we see. Nice. And my 18 month old, his first word was ba which stands for banana. <laughs> That's cute. He loves, he'll, he'll just sit there and he'll literally eat a full banana. And then all of a sudden my wife will come down and or one of the kids will come down. And what will he say? He'll point out because it comes around the corner. He sees the banana and he goes, what? Bah. <laughs> and it's kind of a, just a cool, simple reminder. We need to eat more fruit. Mm-hmm. Another tweak we did is we moved the greens and we moved the vegetables literally to eye level in the middle of our fridge. And we have the letters MTHC in our fridge, which stand for make the healthiest choice. So it's a little trigger again by using an energy trigger by seeing those letters MTHC make the healthiest choice, which makes us ah, boom, that's it, it puts you in that frame of mind. And then when we see the greens that are there, or we see the vegetables that are there and they're out and we're short on time or whatever, or the carrots are already cut or the, you know, the, the pe- peppers are already cut or strawberries or whatever. It's something that's there. 
it gives a great trigger for us to eat something quick and healthy and seeing that energy trigger of MTHC makes a big, big difference. You definitely are intentional. So I've learned so much from you because you set things up and you know, the interesting thing is sometimes when we do these things, they might fall off, you know, and, and, and you're trying something new, but I've no, I know with you, for everybody that's listening, super intentionality, if that's even a term, really pays off in the long run. And you're really good about doing that. Well, I appreciate it because I didn't do well at it before. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about the subject of energy triggers, because I'm going to do something anyway. You know, I'm going to reach for something bad or something good because I'm in the fridge. You know, I'm going to stand or I'm going to sit. I'm not going to drink water or I'm going to drink water. It goes back to that if-then statement. So if I can Mm -hmm. set myself up in a way that's going to allow me to win, I'm going to win. You can also go the opposite direction of why energy triggers simply don't work. And one is that we just don't create the trigger or at least the energy trigger. There's something else that's triggering us and we're going in a different direction. So we don't, we don't create the trigger. I think a second thing is that you don't do the trigger consistently. Mm-hmm. So if you do the swipe up and you ignore the alert or you just choose, oh, I'll remember the next time or you get involved into something and you miss that opportunity to take the chug of water, to go for the walk, to stand, whatever that energy trigger is. And I think the third one is, is when the trigger is simply not effective or loses its effectiveness. And when you do that, you got to change the trigger. If you become numb to the sign that's in your fridge, that says MTHC, change the color of it, change the position of it, something different, change the water bottle, do something different that allows for you to stay fresh. But if you are not seeing the effectiveness of that, the trigger is just not going to work. Hmm. Yeah. So this is a point. Those are awesome. This is a point in our podcast where we like to talk about what nows. We do it every single time. And this week, it's all about action. And it really is the the four simple and easy ways to creating energy triggers. So let me just review those real quickly. One is deciding on the category. That was just the general overall pick one. Uh, Two is drill down on the behavior. Find something a little more specific, right? That we're going to drill down uh, and, and pick and work on. And then three is determining the trigger, how we're going to do that. And then four is doing the trigger immediately, right? Those are... And I think with those, you know, it's hopefully we've come to a point with ideas all along the way with the four that Treva just gave a summary on. And once you have these four you know, in writing, you can do something with it. But if you want a reminder of these four ways, um, or even the timestamps that go along with each one, or just write, be able to write down the examples, you can always go to the show notes, which you can find at energyedgepodcast.com forward slash zero four five. In our case, this is the number of the episode for here, which is 45. Any closing thoughts for us today, Treva? Yeah, I would say this, you know, the more intentional you are about these, like Brian was talking about in writing, you know, find them on our energy edge podcast, listen to the podcast again, as you get more intentional about these uh, creating some external behaviors. I think that, like I said before, you're going to figure out that you're going to start responding to some positive internal triggers that you probably won't even have to set over time. So the more intentional you get, I think the easier it gets just to do it naturally. And then it really helps your energy. And then you can move on to other things that are causing maybe some um, hiccups or, you know, something like a roadblock in the road when it comes to your energy. And then you can move on to the next one. So the more intentionally you are, I think the easier it gets to do. How about you, Brian? Any, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, for me, it's just remembering that triggers lead to an action. 
And when you do the action, it gives you a reward. <laughs> I mean, there's some type of pleasure or some benefit out of that. I mean, that's why we do it. You know, we do the trigger or the cue, we do the action, and then we get something out of it. I think energy triggers have become an absolute gift to me because it cues me to do an action that I want, that gives me the reward that I want, which is in my case, more energy. As I want an energy edge at the end of the day, you know, I want greater energy at work and at home. I'm tired of being the tired guy. You know, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be this this guy who's motivated and has energy. And as a result of that, if something can help me to do that, why not do it? And that's exactly what an energy trigger is. Here's a preview of our next episode. This is an interview with David Vasquez. David is the director of international IOT business development and a global communication services provider. He's a world traveler with a focus on sales and communication. Dave's interview is packed full of insight, honesty, and some tangible action steps. Here's a clip from the interview. Well, I'll warn you, it's going to sound cheesy, but it's really, yeah, it's my wife and my kids, man. Uh, every trip, every meeting, good day or bad day on the road is just better because I just know, I feel that I work for them. I work for my family and to take a quick look at my phone, not while in the meeting, that's rude, but you know, after the meeting or going to the restroom and looking at my family and knowing that I'm going to FaceTime with them before bedtime or, or, uh, or play with my tie. I have a thing where uh, if I'm wearing a tie, the kids take turns picking the tie. And yes, I do take the nicer ones so that they don't send me with the uh, Christmas ties in the middle of the summer. <laughs> knowing, uh, you know, knowing that they're part of it, uh, just absolutely, uh, you know, just it, it, keep, it keeps me going. Thanks for making it to this point in the podcast. As always, we hope you enjoyed the episode, but even more so, we hope you apply the content. As always, we'll try and do better next time. Go and get your energy edge on today through energy triggers. 